Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today across the glass from me. As usual. I'm talking very slowly. Because we've yet to hear from Gordon. So uh, we'll check in with Gordon uh, coming up here momentarily, we hope. Uh, but it's good to, good to be here. Austin's looking good. Got a lot of sports to talk about. Safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you today? Uh, living the dream, buddy. Yeah, living I bet you are. Living the dream. <laughs> Feeling good. good about life. You know, one of the pleasures of living here in Utah is the fact that it can feel like summer one day and the next day it can snow on you. No, just, it wasn't going to ruin my day, I'll tell you that. Could have snowed pretty, a foot and I'd still be <laughs> riding high. Oh, brother. You're not feeling good about riding that, are you? Hi. Oh, please. The Baylor Bears. Now, now, let me just take everybody to an off-air conversation that Gordon and I had yesterday, where uh, I said, uh, "Where, where are we at in the in the standings on the old bracket challenge? Like, if Baylor wins tonight, do I win?" And you said, "Oh, no, no, no. Austin and I are tied, but but you're way behind." Uh, yeah, but I, I didn't know that, uh, you know, picking that last game was so valuable. So, you know, it's okay, though. It's okay, though. I, you know, I can live with that. Austin can live with that. It's just, you know. I don't know that I can, Gordon. Cause, uh, <laughs> Are you really struggling? <laughs> well, you, you had 38 correct picks. Uh-huh. I had 36 correct picks. And Jake somehow won the tournament with 35 correct picks. Pick the champ, dog. See, he, he picked the champ. But here's that's the problem. That's not how it should work. Here, the yes, it here, is. That's exactly no. how it should work. It should but, be more valuable as the rounds go along. It's harder. Jake, it's time for me to take your knife and stab you right in the gut. Well, all right? that was violent. You've been saying all along that just because a team gets hot at the end of the tournament or through the tournament, if he was a dog in January, a dog in November, December, and, and it gets hot for a few games, he's not really the best team. Well, that's exactly what happened here. Austin and I were leading the whole way, picking more right than you, and at the last second, you get a, you get hot. It doesn't mean you're the best picker. Here. It means it means you got you got a little lucky at the end. I'm just throwing this back at you because that's what you've been saying all along. So now you gotta you know swallow your own medicine here. Okay, L- listen to this, Gordon. And I'm 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 extremely happy that you've come around on this finally. I mean, I have. It's, 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 in it's fact, I've been getting. But, but, okay, I've been are you getting tons let me of respond feed- or what? I've been I've been getting tons of feedback from people saying, "What the hell is Jake talking about?" You have on not. that whole just, team at the end getting hot thing. Stop! Come on. Stop it right there. You haven't gotten any correspondence. Yes, and, and yesterday here is, too. Here is my response to you, Gordon. Is that I would? I'm not claiming to be smarter than you. Because I uh, I won our bracket challenge 
I'm, uh, I am not anybody that would say, you know what, I'm smarter than that guy because I did better in some sort of bracket challenge probably needs to, to re-examine some things. So hold the phone on that for a second. And I've never said that it's not an accomplishment to win the NCAA tournament. And if you do, you should feel pretty good about yourself, which in this case, I won our little competition. And yes, I do feel good about myself, but by no means am I claiming to be smarter than you because of the outcome of the bracket challenge, if that's it's what just, you're implying. Austin was bang on right what he just said. You pick fewer games right than we do, and yet you end up winning at the end. Did you, huh? did you pick the champ or not? You went with the favorite. Not my fault. Well, it wasn't like Baylor was some huge underdog. You went with the undefeated team, surprise, surprise, and it bit you in the backside. Not my problem. And I was so confident you'd pick Gonzaga. It's most of the reason I picked Baylor. So I can vouch no. for that. <laughs> no, you picked Baylor because you've you, you've got you, you've got some sort of connection there or something, right? I do have a really random, random connection, but I don't want to. I don't want to go Gordon on this thing and tell some uninteresting, you know, random third cousin <laughs> connection where everybody's like, "Oh, okay, here he goes." Here he goes. <laughs> what you watch the the Home Improvement Show with Chip and Joanna? No, no. I've just I like okay. So I have a random personal life connection to Valparaiso University, and I've met Old Man Homer. Uh huh. Homer Drew. I haven't met Scott. I met Bryce though. And this isn't like, oh, well, I interviewed them sometimes. I, I actually met these guys. Uh -huh. And so I've always, because of the, uh, you know, and I'm getting this from a Valparaiso side, uh, you know, granted, not those them personally, but, but people up at Valpo, that uh, Baylor reached out to Valparaiso when they went through what they went through, uh, which was just a, as awful a situation as we've seen almost maybe uh, in college sports. I mean, that's neck and neck with Penn State, probably. Uh, and uh, it, it, they got punished severely. It, it was one of those, uh, you know, situations where they had to rebuild the basketball program from scratch. And since they're both kind of Christian universities, Baylor reached out to Valparaiso and said, hey, would you mind uh, if we hired Scott Drew? Homer then volunteered to come out of retirement to take the Valparaiso program back and uh, free up Scott to then take the Baylor job which I always thought was a pretty cool story. Well, you went ahead and bored everybody with a story nobody cared Did about. I? Did I? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. okay. I, I wouldn't say you bored us, but it's just really ir irrelevant reasoning. It, it's not. I mean, the, the head coach ends up there in the backstory to it all. And that, <laughs> if you like that, green that, and gold that, better. In a story that involved, I don't know, a murder, <laughs> then if that's uninteresting to you, then I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Yawn. <laughs> Snoozer. Well, all right, Jake. Well, you, 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 you won in some weird, twisted way. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll go ahead and honor that. But I, I just don't want to hear talk about a team that wins at the end. Isn't the Baylor is the best team in college basketball? Agree or disagree? Yes or no? They were the better team last night. Sure. Well, are they the best team in college basketball right now? What does that mean? It they means, are the it means best right team. now. It means if UCLA had won last night, no, they weren't the best team in college. Oh yeah, UCLA wasn't one of the best four teams in the country. But, if, uh, but Baylor, if Gonzaga or Baylor, ba Baylor has a has a, a pretty darn good argument about it. But last night did not prove that. It kind of did. It wasn't solely just about last night. If you're going to make an argument that Baylor was the best basketball college basketball team in the country this year, you can make a really terrific argument uh, about big wins and uh, great performances, not just about one random game in April. Yeah, all right. It, well, actually, I'll team. grant you this. It was they, far from they, random. That's, that's hyperbole. Beat. I'm sorry. All right. So you're wrong. <laughs> so Stop it. You're wrong. Stop it. Okay. Come on, say it. That's your argument. I That's your wrong. argument calling me wrong. You're wrong. Baylor, man, I tell you, I was impressed last night, and, and they were more athletic. They were quicker. They were better. They were had more finesse. They had everything better than Gonzaga last night. That was a butt-kicking, and Baylor deserves a big old tip of the cap, man. They, I think they proved a lot. 
Uh, uh, not just last night, throughout the tournament and before. And you know who but saw all that before was... last night? Me. All right. Oh, come on. I'm just joking around. <laughs> don't don't hit me with the all right. But even though you picked Baylor, weren't you surprised at how lopsided that game was? Not one bit. Austin, do you believe that? <laughs> I don't. I don't believe that, but I am laughing. Liar. I am laughing. <laughs> You're a liar. You're a liar. Oh, what are you talking about? It, it was just like the Super Bowl. Did I think that the, the Buccaneers were going to smash the Chiefs? I did. I did. What do you want from me? Oh, <laughs> uh, brother. Well, if, you're, if your theory is true, then really the Bucks weren't better than the Chiefs. The Chiefs did, did, just didn't have their two starting tackles in that game, and that made all the difference in the world, and the Chiefs were really better. The Bucks just got lucky at the end. Maybe. That's your theory. Well, one of those tackles they were missing for the entire year, but yeah. All right. Well, I, I, you and I will never. You and I are never going to agree on this one. I came around on the BCS a little bit. I softened after we argued about that for how many years, Jake? Yeah, Five years yeah. longer. Came around on that. I'm not coming around on this one. You probably will because but that's okay. to me, no, I won't. Because the team that plays the best when it means the most is the best team. I will not change my opinion on that. You discard playoffs like, ah, they don't mean anything. NFL playoffs, ah, nah, that's nothing. What really mattered was what happened back in October. I never said that's nothing. The You're Super Bowl championship are. is what it is, but you just can't tell me that, uh, you know, again, I keep using this example, but it's such yeah, a I know, good one. you pick the, out the, one, the one Giants, that might even, that's an outlier, so Patriots. be it. But that's not usually the case. Oh, yeah, it's, it's happened a lot. Baylor's the best team in college basketball, and that was big old exclamation point put on that last night. And uh, same with uh, I'm going to I'll forever give great credit to champions because they rise to the occasion and they play the best when it's most important. That's good enough for me. Not for you, but for me. All right. Well, you you – you enjoy that hill. I'll be over here kinda, on the right it's side. Like, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Jazz. You know, if the Jazz have the best regular season record and then they go into the playoffs and play like they did last night, then everybody will think uh, that you know, yeah, they had the best regular season record, but that doesn't make them the best team. I know that comes up a lot. So, I think we settled that. Thank you. Did very we? Much. I'll take my trophy. Did we? <laughs> Just like Gonzaga did last night, huh? Got, <laughs> no, like Baylor did. Yeah. Well, I think we've 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 burnt this thing to the ground. But uh, I know uh, you could be wrong. I'm right really again. Ch- Just like I was about Baylor. Austin, Austin, could we? Could you please put out one of your infamous polls? I I, I would what? really like to know. This is this is. Can we phrase that differently? By the way, yes. This is this is like Bowler and me arguing over who was better, Magic Johnson or John Stockton. It's become kind of a centerpiece argument. Magic Johnson is pound for pound the best point guard who ever lived. See, what's, what's... And I want to know what our listeners think. Uh, I, I mean, I would like to know whether what, what percentage of our listenership goes along with your idea that Playoffs and championships and tournaments don't really mean that much. What that that isn't even my opinion. We're not it, we're not doing this. The this because the, there's no definitive answer to this. Scaredy cat. <laughs> Please, uh, we have a lot to do today, Gordon. If uh, you hadn't noticed. Why, why, why <laughs> are you shying away size? from it? We've uh, had so uh, many uh, deep sighs because these exercises are meaningless. And we're just giving uh, Austin uh, stuff. Uh, you're determining his Twitter feed. And I love how one-sided you always make the options. Okay, how would you phrase it then? How would you phrase that? I wouldn't. That, That's that... what I'm trying to tell you. Well, well inside of two, two or three sentences, what's your argument? Uh, let's see, that uh, Mike Sando is going to be on the show at four. <laughs> oh, jeez, okay. 
Patrick Stevens will join us at 3. Uh, Bob Casper at 4.30 and Bowler at 5. You might as well be flying a kite on a day where there's no wind. Wow, what are you, what are you, see, making it all personal. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. You lost. It's fine. <laughs> Do you have money on it or yeah. something, Gordon? This Jeez, is... it's okay. We can move no, on. No, I didn't have any, I don't really, I didn't care. I was just impressed by Baylor. And I said, as I was watching that whole thing happen, I'm going, that's the best team in college basketball. Jake doesn't think so, but. They are. Even no, I I do, and I thought so before the game and before the tournament. Unlike somebody else that I'm talking to right now. So welcome to the club. <laughs> it is ridiculous so, so, that so he picked three good. games better than you did, and you win. I got the champ. I didn't go the easy way. He had 38 correct. He had 35 hey, correct. Hey, man, that's that more more than you should win it, but. I but he didn't pick. It. But how about this, Austin? He didn't pick the game when it mattered most. <laughs> <laughs> that might be That's a mic right. drop right there. Huh? No, I I concur. I agree. But Jake's the champion because he he picked it right when he had to. By your concept or your logic, though, by me being the champion means that I'm more intelligent than you. Uh, by my argument, not by your logic, no, because not, I, not, I, not I more picked... intelligent. You already said that picking these games doesn't really reflect intelligence. I know because I got hot picking games at the right time. <laughs> Here we go. Right, you're Speak you're saying me. that this so is some sort of evidence that that uh, <laughs> that you are inferior intellectually to me, and I'm not saying that. You not are saying that. No, not intellectually. You're saying that that when I picked it, when it mattered the most, means that's it. End of no, discussion. I said, no, I, you're you're the best picker this year in this tournament in this in, in college basketball. I you're know. I won. Exactly. So you're underscore. I would rather win this argument than win the darn tournament. Well, you're wrong. Um, should we jump into the split story of the day? Why? Should we get it? Should we get into well, that? Should we? <laughs> by the way, can I give a shout out to Aaron Rodgers? Did you see him on Jeopardy? Yes, I did. He's good. Oh, he's so boring. He's good. He's terrible. Oh, he could do that job full time, and that's what he wants to do. He, he could says. do that job in his sleep because I was asleep. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't <laughs> I have grief. He doesn't I have a, 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 a one one hundredth of the magic that Trebek had. No, oh, I gotta go with good. Austin. He, he, he was, was the best mumbling game show host yeah. I've ever not oh, heard. Oh, he was good. Stay in your he lane, Aaron. <laughs> All right, it's a Jeopardy, and uh, I play for the Packers. <laughs> terrible. Uh, let's jump into this. Did you see? Did you see that quote from the guy at the end? That the was, the that field was, goal, that was classic. By that far, the classic. the best part of the episode there. <laughs> and it was and, and and it was somebody else who who made the episode good. What do you know? <laughs> you guys are Aaron Rodgers haters. No, no, he's a fine football player. I thought he did really well. Split story. So. Should we jump yeah. in? Let's All do right. it. Yeah. Right. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Doncic off the handoff from Richardson. Jazz get confused. Doncic wide open, hits the three. Ron, this is not, unfortunately, this is the concern on the load that Royce O'Neal is under. Doncic. Working in rhythm. Swings up top. Hardaway Jr. Deep three. Perfect at the buzzer. Dallas leads by 18 at the end of three. 87-69 on the Jazz Radio Network. Brunson double stagger left to right. Luka's off the floor right now. And without Chris Daps, they've had a hard time struggling this scoring with this team on the floor. Finney Smith driving out to Richardson. His three is good. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, Richardson was- is five for five from three tonight. For us, we're a team that, that I think over the year has has grown a lot in, in the ability not to get too high or too low, no matter if we're winning nine in a row or losing two in a row or three in a row. Like we we know not to let that, you know, stick around too long in our minds. You know, we have to continue to move on. We have to continue to learn. Like I said, tonight was a, a great test, a team that, that really changed up the way that they played a little bit on us uh, from the last two times we played. and. Um, and, and we have to move on from it and keep our minds focused on the next the next task, the next challenge. So I think we'll be fine. I think that, you know, guys understand what we're, we're capable of doing, um, and, and we're just going to try to hope to eliminate as, as many nights like we had tonight 
um, and just keep shooting that ball. All right, Gordon, uh, Jazz winning streak over. They lose to Dallas 111 to 103. Um, Jazz did not play very well. They did not shoot very well. And the Mavericks uh, had performances that were kind of out of the ordinary for some of their guys, too. And that was a recipe for a Jazz loss. But I thought it was interesting in the postgame, Donovan Mitchell said, you know, to, he almost not, don't get me wrong, he wasn't. Uh, it, it, he wasn't making an excuse, but he said, for us only to lose by eight with the way we played. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, and it, it was kind of right because it just, they didn't play very well. And the the defense held except for a little bit in the third quarter, and they just really couldn't get it going. And then at the beginning of the fourth, they, they, uh, they had trouble uh, getting stops against the Mavericks when they absolutely needed them, and then it was too late. Well said. And let, look, this is, I know this is one game, one game on the schedule, long season, all that. So all of that we understand. But what happened with the Jazz last night is what doubters, and by doubters, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about critics. I'm talking about even Jazz fans are afraid of that the Jazz will fall into a shooting slump and not be able to perform the way that they have in so many games this season against quality teams when the games really matter, namely the playoffs. You know, Royce O'Neal goes over, over eight uh, from three and uh, in total. Donovan Mitchell six to twenty-three, zero for eight from three. I mean, those are and and Jordan Clarkson really struggled uh, from three, two of nine. And that three-pointer has been so effective for the Jazz in creating their success. And I know that people like uh, David Locke have, have said don't pay much attention to certain percentages and whatnot, but that three-point percentage is really important. It's vital to the Jazz to do better than hit 27%. 12 of 44, that's going to kill this team. They, they can't overcome that. If they shoot like that, I don't think their defense – I'm not sure that their defense can keep them in it against a really quality opponent. Uh, real so, quick, just to clarify David's point on the on the stats, he doesn't like field goal percentage. Right, He's right. fine with three-point percentage. In fact, yeah, that's I, why yeah. he prefers effective field goal percentage, right. which is the combination but, of the but two. It's a bl- but it's a blend of the two. Yeah, exactly. And so, I, anyway, it did not go well for the Jazz last night. And if they find themselves in a situation where they're going up against a tough opponent, and I'm not sure how tough the Mavs are. I mean, Porzingis didn't play. They've, uh, they've, they've. That this is their fifth win in a row, so they're playing better now. But that, that was. That, those are the kinds of showings that I think cause create some concern with some Jazz fans about whether this team can maintain what they've done so often this season. Uh, again, I realize it's one game, so. Maybe if the two teams played again tomorrow, it would be totally different. And and, and if it is, then, then it is, and nothing to worry about for Jazz fans. But if this is a susceptibility on the part of this team, that that's not good news. And so, I, you know, it was, it was interesting to just watch the Mavs beat the Jazz at their own game. So I think the Jazz uh, are allowed to have a bad game, and I think they did. Uh, they have the three longest win streaks in the NBA this year, one of which came to an end last night. So, I mean, that's that's pretty consistent high level performance. Yeah, it is, and it and is. I think they're afforded to to have a night where they're. So, do you think it means anything? Well, here's the thing with the with the Mavericks is I didn't come away all that impressed with the Mavs to be honest. I mean, I don't know how much better Porzingis actually makes them. Luca's unstoppable. Don't get me wrong. But, He's so good. But they they took it took some Josh Richardson going five for five for three. That doesn't happen. That's an anomaly. Dorian Finney-Smith had twenty three points on five of twelve shooting. That's the that's the best that guy's ever shot. There's a reason that the Jazz left him wide open at the beginning part of the game. And so. You know, there there was some stuff that uh, that happened. I mean, Brunson four for seven. I mean, Brunson was really good. That Dallas had some extraordinary performances from some guys that don't necessarily do that. On the other hand, I think you know the Jazz bench has consistently shown over this season to be pretty darn reliable, and they weren't good. 
against the Mavericks. The bench, the bench wasn't good when that unit was in. Um, they didn't have their typical success because usually they're really, really good, and they just weren't last night. And and again, plus minus doesn't tell uh, the entire story. But if you look at the Jazz in plus minus, all the starters are in the plus, and all the bench guys are significantly in the minus. And there were some moments, so, some, cri- some critical moments in that game, uh, Jake. For instance, when uh, when that uh, when when the Jazz, what, what was the circumstance? The Jazz, uh, Rudy Gobert. Hit a couple of free throws. They cut it to within single digits, and and then they uh, then Joe Ingles uh, had that foul that he picked up, and he stepped out of bounds. And next thing you know, the Mavs are hitting their shots consecutively, and that that lead got stretched to 18 real quick, and it was over. The game was over at that point. So there, you know, I mean, there's. Yeah, you bring up a good point, Jake. The Jazz deserve to be able to have <laughs> an off night here and there. But it just makes me wonder a little bit if they run into a team that really causes them some problems from that three-point line. I wonder whether they're going to be able to overcome that. Well, I mean, I think they've got a, as good a chance as anybody. So I, I think the way that they've played this year, if they can take that into the playoffs, I think it'll be very effective. I don't know how often Donovan Mitchell is going to go six of twenty-three from the field. And Not very often. Three. I mean that he he looked uh, discombobulated, and uh, yeah. So, I mean, Royce O'Neal's not going to go zero for eight from three. I mean that doesn't happen very often. And they were leaving Royce open, and it worked for him. So in this season, when we have broken down the Jazz's uh, offensive effectiveness versus their defensive effectiveness. You think it was mostly the offense that went awry last night, and you're not blaming the defense or lack of defense uh, in that game? Actually, not entirely, because they didn't get the stops when they needed to get the stops. They weren't bad last night defensively, but when they needed them, they didn't get them. And here, if you if you give me a second, I'll give you I'll give you the exact parameters of what I'm talking about here. Okay. Um, I, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to also, it seems like the Jazz really struggled to get into early offense, you know, and uh, that's something that, you know, it's not it's not something that they do uh, over and over again and make a regular habit of outscoring their opponent that way. But they it's a pretty important part, a pretty important component to to what they do. And they struggled in that regard. Well, it was incredible. That's an incredibly important part of what they do. I agree with that. Uh, All right. So here's here's where the defense failed them. All right. Um, Between the 430 mark of the third quarter and the seven minute mark of the fourth quarter, um, Dallas scored on 16 of 18 possessions, Ooh. meaning Utah had just two stops in that nine-and-a-half-minute stretch. And if you recall, at the beginning of the fourth quarter is when the shots actually started going down for a second. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Conley was doing some damage, and things looked like maybe the Jazz would start making a few, and they just couldn't get any stops on the other end. Yeah. So even yeah. when they were getting shots to go down— the, the timing of the defensive failure was was particularly damaging in this circumstance. So let, let me ask, uh, I asked you, let me ask our listeners and just sort of a rhetorical question here. Did that game last night give you pause? Or do you feel like it means nothing? You know, what if you had to pick one or the other, does it cause concern for you as a fan do you see a weakness with the Jazz, or do you think it's just a little blip in the, on the radar in April, early April, that really won't matter much when the postseason comes? It certainly didn't change my opinion, I'll tell you what. And, and hey, brace yourself for some more inconsistent performances. I was hearing Locke talk about this today, and I totally agree with him, and I bet you we see it league-wide. They're playing so many games and so many nights, there's going to be some random duds for everybody. Nights where all of a sudden they, they're just like against Portland, Gordon will be the Jazz' fifth game in seven nights and the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah. So there's going to be some built-in stuff where, where teams just don't have it. And I don't, and know we, if, I don't know if last night was an example of that, don't get me wrong, but I bet the, the, the pace that they're playing games at, I bet we see that a lot across the board. You know, Jake, that's, interesting. that's a real interesting point because I think we've already seen that in the earlier part of the season. 
Yeah, not so, I don't disagree. Not so, not so much afflicting the Jazz, but certainly a lot of other teams. have. There have been some pretty strange scores and outcomes we've seen through this season. And maybe that's just the nature of, of, of this particular year. Right, right. So... You know, maybe last night was one of those. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. We can we can debate it. But I I think we'll see some inconsistent performances out of everybody, including the Jazz. Uh, you know, that's that Portland game is going to be rough. And and Phoenix is going to be a challenge. This is a, a situation where uh, it wouldn't be inconceivable to see the Jazz lose three straight games here. No, it certainly would not. All right, stay tuned. We'll have more big show uh, coming up. Austin just you made a curious like I can't read Austin's face because he's got a mask on and I thought for a second it was a panic thing but no like the computer's on fire don't no, you dare no, go to break that that sort of thing no we're good this we're, big giant triangle that is to play the commercials uh-huh I found it it's ready oh good it's is, is it green <laughs> no it's white oh I see but when you push it a, the more triangle, next 97.5 and 1280 the zone Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 975, 12 the zone. It's Total Request Tuesday. Give us your songs that talk about winning or being the best at something. At Austin Horton. Because I won. I won uh Doesn't our, mean you're the best, you just won. I, I won on our show's bracket challenge. I was in the top one hundred for the entire thing with all our listeners. I felt pretty good about that. Significantly better than you and Austin. Not until last night. Well, it's the game that mattered the most, man. Got it right. Saw it coming. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> he's, Austin, he's going to be impossible to live with now. I mean, he, I got to tell you, though, I honestly, now. watching uh, yeah, now, <laughs> watching that game, I thought um, it, it was actually very similar to, to my thoughts when I was right about the Super Bowl. Uh, and that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. Baylor got all over Gonzaga early, and it was one of those things like, you know, I remember the time that BYU got up on the Bulldogs early, and you thought, you know what, they're they're capable of erasing any lead at oh, any time, and then Baylor, time. and Baylor kept it up in the second half. They kept pouring yeah. it on and playing really hard, and, and Gonzaga didn't. They deserve a ton of credit, but I did not think, let me put it this way, if Baylor were beating another team like that, I would have thought it was over. With Gonzaga, I thought they could erase a lead here. I thought it was over because the difference between BYU and Baylor is Baylor was so superior athletically. And that, that looked so evident that I, you know, it looked like to me, remember cartoons when one guy is like holding his, he got the stiff arm out and the other one is is trying to churn toward him and it, it just his, his legs are spinning around and he's just standing in one place so Baylor just holding Gonzaga away and there was nothing Gonzaga could do about it well last night All right. so that was that case. was a lousy analogy I was admit, but, not I mean, one of but, your better ones yeah no probably not but anyway it, it, it was it was it was over I thought that game was over because they're not only, like I said earlier, Baylor was superior athletically, speed-wise, quickness, uh, efficiency. And Gonzaga's a good team. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and rip Gonzaga or anything, uh, but, but they just couldn't stay with that team. Uh, it, it couldn't keep up with them. No, nope. I didn't think there was going to be any miraculous comeback. Well, eventually, of course, uh, Gordon, I, you know, with, with three minutes to go, I didn't think Gonzaga was going to come storming back. <laughs> but at halftime, I thought it could have been a, a game down the stretch, certainly. All right. It didn't turn out that way. And uh, hey, props to Baylor, man. That team is good. I haven't watched Baylor a whole lot this year. Have you guys kept a track of the Bears all year long? Yeah, they've been uh, consistently awesome. I mean, and that's yeah, why I know it they've sucked, been good. Uh, that's why it, it sucked so bad when the original game between those two teams was canceled yeah. Um, yeah. in the in the fall. But, you know, they, they, lost to, uh, they lost to Kansas, was their lone regular season loss in Oklahoma State in the Big 12 tournament. And uh, um, Oklahoma State was a good basketball team. I had picked Oklahoma State to go to the Final Four. But, yeah, Baylor was, was pretty dominant all year. Yeah. 
I was impressed. I mean, everything they did seemed to work. And everything that the uh, – it, it was weird to see Gonzaga kind of – I don't want to use the word crumble, but they they, 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 they double-clutched. I mean, they looked like – you know what it looked like? And this is probably unfair, but I, I'm going to say this and you tell me if I'm wrong. It looked like Baylor came from a better conference than Gonzaga did. It looked like Baylor had fought the wars and and been better prepared uh, to 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 win a game like that last night. And Gonzaga looked relatively weak, skilled, but relatively weak compared to the Bears. Is that uh, that might be unfair? I, I'm not sure. Is it? That seems like a bit of a leap to me. Okay. I mean, if you want to make an argument that WCC isn't as good as the Big Twelve, I'm I'm with you. But if you're making an argument that that's the reason that Gonzaga lost, uh, I don't know if I'm there. All right. Well, I, I'm not. I, 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 Baylor's. I mean, the whole team. world was picking Gonzaga going into this game. Yeah, true. I mean, that wasn't a problem yesterday. But I'm believing the evidence I saw last night. It changed my mind. So now a game played in uh, January matters. Uh, in what, what? What do you mean? You said uh, a, a game in January prepared Baylor better than a game in January prepared not, not Gonzaga. One not one game, a whole slate of games. Hmm. Now I'll respond with a grunt. I'm going to pull a Gordon. <laughs> hmm. uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe that's maybe that's unfair. Maybe, maybe, maybe Baylor's just a better team. And was ready to go last night, and Gonzaga wasn't. But I think Baylor is the superior team, and I think if they played ten times, uh, Baylor would probably would win a majority of them. Now, if you want to make an argument that Gonzaga had to give it everything they had in the tank just to get into the championship game and maybe came out flat as, as a result, I could buy into that. Yeah, but who's the better team, UCLA or Houston? Um, Probably Houston, but the way Baylor won, it wasn't – you know, a lot of emotion poured into that Gonzaga right. uh, win. Right. A lot I of effort. That, who, they but, went to overtime, a lot fault? of emotion. But whose fault was that? That was Gonzaga's fault. What does that matter? I'm I'm talking about if it – I'm not blaming anybody. I'm talking about if it mattered. <laughs> okay. Whose fault well, is right. that? They, I, don't, they, I don't know. They, the the scorekeepers? <laughs> they did expend a lot of energy, I'm sure, and emotional energy in the way that game uh, ended against the – Bruins, and not an excuse for losing the whole game, but you know, coming out flat. I think that that could have had something to do with it because Gonzaga certainly came out flat. Yeah, they were down. Yeah, well, they were down what, like, like twelve? What was it? Nine nothing or something like that before they actually yeah. got on the board. Uh-huh. I mean, so it took them a minute to get engaged into the game. And then Baylor had a consistent, you know, really high performance rate throughout the game, and Gonzaga just couldn't overcome it. It was <laughs> – they look good, man. Baylor looked good. You know, what? this is kind of a weird little thing that I pay attention to that probably nobody else does. But if UCLA had gotten past Gonzaga to get into the championship game, do you realize it would have been the Bears against the Bruins? Um, you know, I guess I had not thought about that, but it certainly would not be our first uh, mascot on mascot when we had the same – didn't we have the <laughs> – well, Villanova, uh, Wildcats against uh, oh no, not Villanova, but uh, Arizona, Kentucky years ago. That was the one I'm thinking. That of. was in the '90s. Yeah, I thought we had one not that long ago with the Tigers or something. Clemson and Auburn. No, anyway, I'm probably know. just inventing things. I just didn't mean to derail the conversation. You did though. Just, you did. I'm sorry. By what a you know what a interesting observation about something that didn't happen. Well, as our guy Steve Brown says. What's the lifespan typically of a black bear in the wild? Shout out to our guy Steve Brown. What's the difference between a bear and a Bruin? Oh, here we go. No, what's the difference? Uh, Google might know. The name? It's another word for it? I've always Googled. What's the difference between writer and columnist? Columnist expresses opinion. But is also a writer. 
Yeah, Bruin is a folk name for bear. There you go. Oh. Especially the brown bear or Ursus Arctos. I see. I hate this. Sentence. All right. We'll have more coming up it next. Says here, it says here that the bear is uh, the difference. This is the, Someone asked the question, what's the difference between a bear and a Bruin? A bear is a large carnivorous mammal related to the dog and raccoon having shaggy hair, a very small tail, and flat feet. A member of the family, something or other, particularly of subfamily, while Bruin is a folk name for a bear, especially the brown bear. Is that what you read? That us? sounds pretty familiar yeah. there. Yeah. That Ur- sounds, Ursus, uh, uh, I don't know. I hadn't pre-read it. but I've, I've always Googled. <laughs> Well, that's interesting from this standpoint, because the University of California, they're the Bears, right? The University of California, Los Angeles, is a Bruin. It's interesting because the University of California, they're the Bears. And the University of California, L.A. or UCLA, they're Bruins. Just now noticing this, huh, Gordo? They're part part of the same. You just got to the bottom of that one, huh? Part of the same universe. (laughs) Just going to copy everything you say. Surprised it's taking you this long to to notice it. Didn't you live down there? You think this is something you would have picked up? I lived in California. I never did a study of the uh, of the uh, of the mascots. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I just happened to do it right now. This Sunday's column. No, yeah. (laughs) No, no way. This Sunday's only waste our time. Did you ever know that uh, the two schools in the California (laughs) University system both have bear mascots? Don't like they all? (laughs) No, you see Santa Barbara, aren't they the Gauchos? Uh, Yes, yes, they are the Gauchos. And Stanford is a tree. Right, no, 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 but it's the university university system. But there's two university systems in California. It's like the California University and the University of California. No, it's it's the University of California and it's Cal State. So there you go. The more you know. And 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 if you are, if you went to a, a UC school, don't ever, don't ever confuse the two because that, that would be somehow disparaging to the UC folks because they're a little more. Uppity, that kind of thing. Thank you for the the brilliant insight into the California. Well, you know, structure. if you go down, if you go down to four hundred five and yeah. you turn left on. Uh-huh. All right. <clears throat> I love LA. More. Why would anybody possibly care about this? Coming up next, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? You can't stop me now. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires. The team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Network. A Gordon request this one? No. <laughs> Feels like a Gordon request here on a Total Request Tuesday brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news das, das and artist insight, go to LiveNation.com. Pardon, Gordon? Das alles ist Deutschland. What is this? What uh, is that? I know Deutschland. What is... Alles is all... Uh, don't ask me. I Apparently this is some World Cup song? I guess. Well, we're, we're going with winning songs. Yeah, songs yeah. About winning, winning songs, right. So is and this... uh, Burr Swag wanted this. Die, die Prince in Deutschland. So there you go. Okay. What? Die what? I don't speak German. <laughs> Die Prinzen. D-I-E-P-R-I-N-Z-E-N. Die Prinzen? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hopefully they're not saying bad things. <laughs> I didn't hear anything objectionable in that. What does Schwein mean over and over? Pig. They're just saying pig over and over? Wow. Well, what song were we airing <laughs> right there? 
The last one they, we'll they ever They weren't hear. singing about pigs there, Gordon. I think your German I is a I little rusty. I, no, I didn't listen to the words, but you said what is Schwein in German is that's a pig. Here it comes right here. Hold on. Right around the corner. Here it comes. Just pig? It sounded like Wow. It sounded uh, like they yeah, were yeah, saying yeah. You, Schwein. You... Maybe were they saying Zwei? I, I don't know what they're I'm not exactly sure. Oh well. Zwei would be two. Ah, oh. das Ebenebenlist. That'd be that'd be a uh, a pretty curious place to just have like a pig chant. Pig, pig. <laughs> yeah, that pig. doesn't seem right. <laughs> that doesn't seem correct if that's some sort of like World Cup winning song. Germany yeah. is the best. Pig, pig. Yeah, I know they like sausage over there, but that I mean that can't be that can't be it. That can't be it. <laughs> Sorry, my German might be getting a little rusty, it, but it might I, I, be. That's, that sure sounded like they were saying "schwein." Well, maybe that's not the word for pig. That is the word for pig. Is it? Yes. Okay. Du Schwein. Did you Sorry, just call me a pig? <laughs> How many times is it? We're in the first hour of it the is, show. It is. I'm looking at the lyrics to the song. Translated into English, it's pig, 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 pig. All of this is Germany. We are all of that. That's that chorus we just heard. That's a pretty bizarre lyric. <laughs> just yelling farm animals. Okay. Yeah, all if right. someone calls you a pig in German, it's not a good thing. And I- As well, opposed what, to in English. What are they singing about then? <laughs> that seemed like a pretty upbeat song. It's supposed to be about win- winning the World Cup. I think your interpretation is. <laughs> That's what the word means. Schwein. It says, greetings to the world. Finally see it. We can be proud of Germany. Pig, 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 pig. All of this is Germany. We are all of that. You won't find it anywhere else. Only here. Only here. All of this is Germany. Yeah. Okay. Well, bizarre song. Good suggestion from the listener. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for. Thank you for hey, uh, participating. Hey, we take we take all kinds of songs here. I mean, we're not. You know, I mean, if one of our listeners has a certain kind of affinity for a song that might be a little weird, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's all good. Uh, Patrick Stevens is going to join us coming up at the top of the three o'clock hour. Uh, he's uh, he's covered Ryan Odom, so we'll talk to him about the Utah State, uh, the new Utah State head coach, the newest Aggie. <laughs> Ryan, hey, Odom. I'm Jake Scott. No, I'm the newest. Wahoo. Don't play mine. Play Broncos. Uh, don't lose then. I don't play Broncos. It's way better than mine. Uh, but he's going to join us coming up here at the uh, top of the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, our friend Mike Sando will join us at 4. We'll talk to him about the NFL. And Bob Casper will be with us at 4.30 to talk golf. And Bowler joins us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour like he does each and every Tuesday. Good stuff all the way around. Nice work, us. It's fine. Nice. Nice. Good. <laughs> You know what? I, I was planning on getting to the Paul Pierce story here, and I, I'm, I'm kind of glad that we don't have any time. Actually, it's it's yeah, probably Google it. it's probably a good thing. Yeah, we, you know, Paul Pierce with some Gordon Monson style behavior that got him got him canned from ESPN. Oh, you know, he please. was making uh, 1.5 million dollars to deliver that just uh, below average uh, analyst work there on ESPN. He was not my favorite. So what did doing analysis have to do with having, uh, uh, what do they call them these days in a euphemism, dancers in the background? I don't know, actually. I'm a little surprised they fired him. It's his private I mean, were life. They engaged, were they engaged in actual dancing activities or what was going on? Because I have not seen the clip. Well, I'll, uh, I'll let you use your imagination there, Gordon. But uh, it's, it was a curious thing for Paul Pierce to Instagram Live. I kind of wonder if that was intentional or not. thought he was like FaceTiming a buddy or something, and he's shooting it out <laughs> to the world.
There was also some uh, marijuana use, or what would appear to be in the video. But what I mean, if he's in, if he's in New York or California or something like that, where that's legal, I mean, should that really cost him his job? Again, not that uh, I, I am in love with his work there at ESPN, but I don't know, fireable. Well, if you're doing analysis and you and, and it seems as though you might be high. And you might. But it you wasn't why he was at, running it, around. It wasn't why he was at work. Huh? Yeah, I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the fine print of his contract says, but there must be some sort of clause in there that makes that uh, a fireable offense. If not, he, then I, there'll be a lawsuit coming. All right, we'll have more coming hey, up next. Real Stay quick, tuned. we had a professor of Germany I or, see. of German. Uh, call in somebody that actually knows German, and yeah. he said, "He said one, <laughs> Gordon is always wrong. Uh, two, that it is. Wait, wait. It is. Did if he, you call someone a pig, it's an insult. Because in every language, if you call someone right, a pig, it's an insult. insult. But then he said, uh, in this case, in this song, it's a good luck chant because on the day you eat pork, it's a good luck day. I see. Does that jibe with you, Gordon? Is that accurate? I, I I don't recall that if that if that's the way it is I, I I'm not going to dispute it I mean he must did he really say I'm always wrong <laughs> he said it he said it in a joking way because I said oh so Gordon was wrong and he said well Gordon's always wrong oh uh, well I don't think I'm always wrong well the Man. whole thing where you actually argued with Jakob Pertle about how to say his own name the R was a little strong <laughs> that's all that's all I asked the German professor that. And, and but he knows me, how to Ger- say his own name. The German I speak on the air is absolutely 100% correct. You know, when I say, man muss das Leben eben nehmen, so wie das Leben eben ist, that's absolutely correct. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, Munson. Schwein. Good luck. <laughs> hey, don't call me. I'm not. I'm me. saying good luck. Today's pork day. <laughs> Schwein, could you imagine? Schwein. Could you imagine if you were pronouncing your own name and some stranger was like, "You're pronouncing your own name wrong." Do we have <laughs> that clip can still? We, can you imagine? No, no. If you if you get, he says he says pertal, you know, and the R just sounds a little strong for me. That's all. I'm sorry. It's, okay. it's pronounced Hurton, not Horton. <laughs> I've been called worse. Hurton. <laughs> We've got more next. The Big Show, Gordon oh, Munson, man. Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hey, I'm Bronco Mendenhall, the new football coach, and I'm the newest Wahoo.